Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, offering compassionate healthcare for all. Learn more about their services, including statewide access to medication-assisted treatment for alcohol and opioid use disorders at ucsonline.org. Today is Tuesday. It's the 14th of February. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Leaders of Iowa's three public universities are asking state lawmakers for a $32 million boost in funding. They say it'll be targeted to programs aimed at training more nurses and teachers, helping first-generation college students stay in school, and preventing tuition increases. The Republican-majority legislature has not fulfilled the university's funding requests in recent years. At a meeting yesterday, GOP lawmakers questioned the university presidents about their spending on administrative policies. Iowa State University President Wendy Winterstein says they're in the bottom third of peer universities for administrative spending. Overall, I think we do a good job on efficiency. You can always strive for increased uh, success in that area. Uh, But sometimes you can get a little too lean. Republican lawmakers also questioned the university presidents about their diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. They took issue with each university paying about $250,000 a year for a vice president focused on DEI. A proposal from House Republicans to ban gender identity and sexual orientation from school curriculum is moving ahead in the Iowa legislature. IPR's Grant Gerlock has more. The bill bans any instruction, class materials, surveys, tests, or school activities from touching on LGBTQ issues from kindergarten through third grade. Supporters like Courtney Collier of Waukee told a House subcommittee that parents can talk about gender identity at home if they choose, but it shouldn't come up at school. Schools do not need to teach children about gender identity and sexual orientation in order for children to be encouraged to be kind and respectful to all. Unnaturally highlighting and pointing out differences to children does not lead to unity. Opponents told lawmakers that ignoring LGBTQ identities would make gay and transgender youth more vulnerable to bullying. The bill is headed to the House Education Committee. Meanwhile, three related proposals are working through the Iowa Senate. Meanwhile, leaders of Iowa's largest school district are pushing back on proposals in the legislature that would ban teachers from talking to their classrooms about gender identity and sexual orientation. Terry Caldwell-Johnson is the school board chair for Des Moines Public Schools and said yesterday students of all races, backgrounds, and gender identities deserve to be represented in class. Leave our public schools alone. We are doing just fine. We don't need your interventions around curriculum, what we teach, how we teach, who we teach. Caldwell-Johnson spoke at an event on the state of Des Moines schools held at East High near the state capitol. The district currently faces a budget crunch and must cut $10 million from next year's spending plan. Caldwell-Johnson says the last thing the district wants to cut is classroom teaching, but cautions that some changes may be unavoidable. Officials at Kirkwood Community College in Cedar Rapids say they plan to close two programs, downsize a third, and eliminate faculty and staff positions to bring future budgets in line with expected revenue. The Cedar Rapids Gazette reports the announcement comes a month after the college announced plans to relocate and cut services in Iowa City. And the Iowa Natural Resources Commission has approved funding for another year of a program to monitor bats. The program will monitor bat sounds this summer to track them and inventory their numbers. The DNR's Kelly Poole says white nose syndrome has killed thousands of bats, and this program has been something they've done since 2013. Iowa State University 
will be coordinating our community science program to, to actually collect the data. They'll be processing the data and they'll be submitting it to the North American Bat Monitoring Pro Program, which is um, a requirement of this grant. The contract for the monitoring says the costs are not to exceed $27,000. This is Here First from IPR News. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.